Welcome back to the Balance Bully Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Van Thigpen, and I am beyond thrilled to kick off this year with our first interview of the year with this incredibly amazing, beautiful spirit and potent human. Listen, 2022 was all about choose your own adventure. 2023 is a complete up-leveling of everything you thought you knew about yourself so that you can graduate into expansion. Are y'all ready? Do you want to graduate with me? I think you are, because otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this. So let me introduce you to a graduate of graduating and expansion, because this is a human who works on herself nonstop while she's also pouring into her clients with boundaries. So she has time for love and life and play and pleasure for months at a time, I might say. I would love to welcome my new good friend, Brianna May. Brianna is a life and business coach, writer, speaker, podcast host. It's an amazing podcast, y'all. And educator and the founder of Level Up Your Life Method. She's on a mission to help ambitious women figure out who they are and what they want so they can build a business and life which truly sets their souls on fire. Brianna, welcome to the BBP. How are you today? Oh, I am so good. After listening to that, every time you speak, I feel like I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> it's almost like entertainment and soul. It's just, oh, that is the perfect way to start my day. So I'm very Thank good. you. I mean, you just gave me all the feels, so <laughs> we're in a good place. Yeah. I would love for you to dive in and just tell all the new people, new to you from the BBP, What's pulling your soul forth? Like what is juicy in work, life, and love for you right now? Oh, that is such a good question. I think what is pulling my soul forth at the moment is it's always the same thing. I feel like my life has threads and it's all the same. It's like the same material. It might, you know... Since I was little, it was all about creativity and teaching and learning, always learning, teaching, learning, teaching. And because of that, I'm exactly where I am today. I teach about the mind. I teach about the powers of perception. I teach about things that were never taught at school. And that's always been my method. My method and my mission is to teach the things that we were never taught at school. And over the last few years, this is becoming really, really apparent, especially since, you know, COVID and there's a big education crisis and there's a lot of teachers walking away from jobs and students who are missing out on le like learning from these passionate individuals. And now more than ever, since, you know, the world is going back to this new normal and there's a lot of mental health issues that are popping up and a lot of my clients and women are sort of saying, you know, I actually want to live a life that I love because this was my moment to yeah. pause and I don't love my life and I don't want it to return to how it was before. Mm -hmm. And so for me, the last few years has just been this reignition of a passion that was always yeah. there. It's coming out a lot stronger at the moment for sure. Mm, well, it's ne it's needed. I'll say that much. Um, I feel very much in alignment with your statement. COVID in and of itself was this big, big great, global pause for so many, even people who financially thrived because of whatever was happening on the back end mm -hmm. with the pandemic, they still got stuck in houses with roommates 
that might have been otherwise called mm-hmm. lovers. And then they realize, hey, we're actually just roommates. Or they realize how out of control their kids were because they were able to go into a school building for eight plus hours a day. And now those babies are home with you. And you are like, I really thought I raised you better. Like, what, what is happening? What have your teachers been suffering through, right? Like, there were so many things so that true. money couldn't cure on any level. And it did, mm. if people were listening for it, there was a shift inside of all of us. It was just a matter of whether or not we were going to pay attention to what that shift was calling our attention to. So I love that your clients are Mm. being forthright and honest and saying like, Hey, I want some help with redesigning what it is that I'm doing on this next level. And I, I truly feel like this is what this year is about. It's redesigning on a whole nother level. So I'm glad you're at the forefront of that. Yeah, and I love the way I love the word that you chose there, redesigning and living a life by design and not default. And I remember for me personally, it was it was three years ago. Three years ago, I was standing at the front of my classroom with my year 12 students. So they were getting ready to go out into the world as adults. And we were having really deep soul chats, really deep chats. I was not really there for the surface level at all. And we were sitting around in class one day. And my student said to me, Miss, did you always know that you wanted to be a teacher? And honestly, in that moment, my heart broke a little bit because the truth was, no, I didn't want to be a teacher. I felt like, and that was my wake-up call, I had just bumbled my way through and I landed here. By a, it was a beautiful accident, mm-hmm. nevertheless, beautiful. I think it was divine and I was meant to be there. But I had to look at those kids in the eyes who I tell every single day that you can be anything you want, you can do anything you want, and you have to listen to that soul, to your inner voice, to your inner passions, to your inner curiosity. You have to trust the niggle and follow the breadcrumbs of curiosity and desire. And then I had to look at them in the eye and say, but I didn't design my life. My life was actually, it was default. Mm -hmm. And for the first time ever, I decided I'm going to redesign from the ground up. I'm going to go back to what interests me. What's my curiosities? What's my passions? If I could design any life, what would it look Mm -hmm. like? And I graduated with those students and I said, you know what? I'm going to start doing all the things I tell you to do because it's true. What's in your heart is there for a reason. And some of us have been trained, I guess, in a way by lots of systems, by lots of conditionings to distrust our own innocence and our own essence and our own passions. And, yeah, for me it's really, really amazing to watch my clients now design their life instead of just live on, you know, default. Yeah, that autopilot works really well when you've had a long day and you just need to figure out how to get home from A to B. Mm-hmm. It does, right? You're just like, I want to get home safely. Uh, Come on, muscle memory, take me home. Yeah. But it does not work mm. well for feeling alive, for creating space for pleasure, for being with people, not just your lover, but platonic friends that you actually enjoy mm being with because you've attracted Mm. people that spark you and don't just vampire you and drain you of all your energy. It makes Mm. a huge difference on so many levels. Mm. Oh, I'm so glad you're doing this work. Mm. And you brought up a really good point when you said, I graduated with my year 12s that year. And Mm. I know you meant more than just a philosophical 
transition of I've decided to do something different. That was a spiritual graduation. Mm. That was a, an embracing mm. the bigger part of you, that there was more out there. And there was nothing wrong with the gift that you were walking in with the kids and pouring mm. into them because they needed a you in their life to shape them. Mm. If we all think about it, there was one teacher, one coach, one trainer <laughs> along our younger journey that said something to us, hopefully positive and mm. powerful. But there are mm. many people, mm. probably many more than the version I just used as an example, that can think of the teachers, plural, and coaches that mm. said horrible things. You're too thick to do that mm. jump. You're too skinny to be strong enough to get over the hurdle. You're not fast enough. You're too short. You're you know not catching this math. What's wrong with you? Like those things that we say, mm. not thinking anything heavy, but those young minds pull it in. And and turn it as something that they now feel in their 20s, 30s, and 40s when they become your clients and my clients. They're leading Mm -hmm. with that that feeling of not having, of not being enough, of not being worthy. That's in the driver's seat. And they're literally Mm -hmm. sitting in the back emotionally and spiritually. Like, what am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Oh, well. Guess I'll just let this drive me. It got me through college. It got me through grad school. It got me through birth and a couple of kids. It got me through whatever. But they've yeah. never actually been in the driver's seat themselves. So I feel you completely. Yes. And it's honestly, it's really heartbreaking and beautiful to watch because, you know, I am so privileged. I get to see clients have their own wake up moment. But it's, it really does kill desire and it kills dreams. I've had so many clients that come to me and they say, when I say, well, tell me what you want. Tell me what excites you. Tell me what feels pleasurable to you. Tell me what lights mm-hmm. you up. They say, I don't know. And when we peel back the layers, the answer is not, I don't know. It's, I'm too afraid that I can't make this work. I'm too afraid that that's not possible for me. I'm too afraid that I'm not worthy of this dream. I'm too afraid. And so we let all of our dreams die. And, you know, it's my belief and it's just, it's my belief. It's how I view the world. I believe we all came into the world with something to share in a way that's going to expand the collective. And every time we take that back seat that you mentioned, we are doing a disservice to the world because that is how, that is what we are here for. And it's just the most beautiful privilege of mine to be able to take those stories and take them out of the subconscious mind and just allow people to be the person they were always meant to be. Yes. Listen, three snaps. (laughs) And I'm trying not to throw anything at you through the virtual screen. (laughs) I I can't agree with you more. And with you creating Mm. this lusciousness in your life, doing this work that is postgraduate level, I'm sure at this point from when you had first Mm. got your own awakening in that classroom in that moment. Now, what does your life get to look like on a a daily or weekly basis now that you get to move in this luscious space that you created? Oh, it's honestly, I still pinch myself. I really do. I I just got back from a three-month trip in Europe. My business was thriving. My business, my company makes more than triple what I made as a teacher, which I used to think was a dream. I I do what I love. This right now, talking to women like you and interviewing you on my podcast, having having these really deep, soulful connections with clients, teaching the things that they... My favorite thing, I think it's become my love language. My favorite thing to hear when I know that life is luscious is when a client messages me and says, 
why weren't we taught this at school, Brianna? This is changing my life and I'm 40, 50, 60, you know, whatever age. Why weren't we taught this? That to me is luscious. Like I get to live a life where I feel free. I get to, you know, explore the world with my fiance and be at the beach and work where I want to, when I want to and do all the creative for me creative pursuits I feel has been like a soul yearning that I didn't even know existed for so long so to have that freedom to decide you know what I'm gonna write I'm gonna start writing that book I always said I was gonna write it's a kind of freedom that it's it's a freedom unlike anything yeah, else. Absolutely. I'm looking mm. at um, the listeners don't have the privilege of seeing you light up when you talk, but you are glowing. And I don't know if it's your lover, <laughs> the vacation you just came <laughs> off of, or just the fact that you are in alignment with what you're doing mm. from a what you do, not necessarily how you do. Because I know that that will always evolve and grow based on your team expansion mm. and, and all the things. Mm. But you are definitely doing the what that you were supposed to be doing, for sure. And you can literally see the energy vibrating off of you right now. It's it's magical. <laughs> Thank you. I feel it's that. magical. Definitely feel that. Thank you. So um, speaking of lovers, mm. how does your lover yes. like what you do every day? Is this like, yes, girl, go do you. I come back and meet you in two hours for some fun. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he honestly this I'm glad you bring up the lover because it's very it was actually and I'll be completely Always. honest when you decide, you know, when you wake up one day and decide that you're going to throw away this quote safe and reliable job, very society approved. Mm -hmm. And granted, I also walked away from a uh, corporate law firm before that. So, you know, a lot of people and I totally understand where they're coming from. We're like, what are you doing, Brianna? You're crazy. And my partner at the time, like we had goals together. We wanted to buy and own our own home. We were working on our financial goals together. And I've woken up and said, no, I'm quitting. I'm not staying. I'm not going to have maternity leave. I'm not going to have that safety net that everybody thinks you need to have. I can't do this anymore. And it was really yeah. difficult. He was afraid. And we had, because of that, we had so many conversations where he got to really understand and meet me in where I was mm -hmm. at. And he said to me, you know what? I trust you. And all I want for you to is to be happy. I don't necessarily understand. He's, you know, he's a worker. He's not somebody who has his own business. That's his paradigm. That's his view of the world. So it was scary yeah. to him. It really was. But through that, he was able to be the support I needed even though he didn't understand, even though he was a little bit afraid himself, even in that, he was my biggest number one fan. He was my cheerleader. He was on the floor building my desk for my new office. He was telling everybody about what I was doing. And, you know, it's been, it was difficult. I'm not going to lie and say it was sunshine and rainbows yeah. and lollipops the whole yeah. time. It took a lot of confronting conversations. Mm -hmm. It took some honesty and now, honestly, he is my number one cheerleader and it, I'm so grateful for him every single day. He supports me and in ways that I don't even know sometimes I need to be supported, you know, like you're so big on taking the pause and on pleasure and he will be the first person to call me, call me out when I'm, because, you know, when you love what yes. you do, you truly love what you do. It actually, the discipline that I need is to stop. Yeah. 
and just stop working because otherwise I will go. I've got people to help. I've got this mission that is bigger than me and I've got so much I want to achieve. And he will be the person that says to me, like, I love you. I love what you're doing, but now is not the time. Like, you need to stop. You need to go on a holiday and and then recharge and go back. And I love him for all of it. No, I, listen, <laughs> he has another fan in his corner because of it on multiple mm. levels. There's yes. so many women who don't have that support from the people that are in that role to support them. Um, mm. Of course, if you are single and savvy mm. and loving your life and listening to the BBP, we know you have someone in the role to support you. It could be your sister, your best friend, your coworker that's more than a coworker that became a, a coworker bestie for you. But that person yeah. in that role needs to support you, even when, to your point, Brianna, it's difficult conversations, it's uncomfortable, and they don't understand your path, but they can support you and cheerlead you into your excellence, until your graduation of self-development, where you get to figure out, as Marie Forleo says, the figureoutables and go forward. Yeah. And when you have a lover, whether they put a ring mm. on it or not, <laughs> but when you have a lover who has that more intimate role in your life, it's really challenging. And I hear it all the time. Mm. I don't have that person that, you know, I live with them. I sleep with them. We pay bills together. We may or may not have kids together, but he does not get it. And he makes it clear that this is just something that needs to hurry up and get out of my system because it's not going to work. And that's mm. really difficult for when people mm. are trying to navigate, but I really love this person. I, I want to be with this person. You and I were talking in the green room about, you know, various different clients, you know, wanting a way to change their husband. And that's mm. not always a possibility like ever. <laughs> so <laughs> I was being kind about it when I said it. <laughs> But, and I get it when you're just like, it's not me, it's him. I've had people come for power couple consults and say, yeah, I just need you to fix him. And I'm like, oh, you are mm. in for something. If we decide to work together, there is no fixing him. Yeah. It's a you and you right. and you and you, and then we can do some we together. It has nothing to do with the fixing. And hearing you mm. as a powerful, ambitious woman in business, who's also helping people up level and knowing that you had to make sure that you were holding yourself in a certain place so mm. that even though the conversations were difficult, you knew that they were difficult mm. conversations, not necessarily an ending relationship, which makes a mm. huge difference. Not that you didn't have moments when you were like, oh, but, uh. <laughs> but that's yeah. different than, yeah. you know, putting a kibosh on it. Yes. And I think like we had a beautiful moment actually when we were in, we were in Santorini last month and we were sitting in the spa and just reflecting on how juicy this life has become. We were just, we lived honestly a dream for three months. We cycled from one side of Europe to the mm -hmm. other. We finished in Santorini. We're in a hot tub looking over the hills in Greece, which are just beautiful. And, you know, business was going really, really well, but I had a launch coming up and in, in, in the online business world, that for me means I'm a bit yeah. nervous. It brings up like, I'm so nervous. And Paul said to me, I said to Paul, what's it like for you watching me go through these ups and downs in business? And he said, you know what? I used to get really nervous with you. It used to make me nervous, but now I've seen 
time and time again, he said, and this is why I was like, this is why I'm marrying this man. He said, my evidence log suggests to me that every time you get nervous, you're about to expand. Mm. And every t- and so now when I see you get nervous, I know that something good is about to happen. Yeah. And, you know, he said, I, I am so happy seeing you be happy. And that to me is all that matters. And, you know, back then he wasn't he wasn't 100% sure that I was going to be this happy because he didn't have the evidence. What if it doesn't work? What if you fail? Was you know All these questions came up for him and it's just been really beautiful to have these conversations, you know, like even when they're difficult. But at the other end, when you become a happier version of yourself and you work on yourself, like I did that. That wasn't up to him. I had to work on my own stuff. I became happier and, of course, that was something he wanted to yeah. support because a happy wife, a happy life, as they say, or a happy spouse, happy house. But I really do think that at the end of the day, if we can just support our relationships in being like support one another in being the happiest, most aligned, authentic person, you know, that's, that's what gets you through. Yeah. All I, com- I can't agree with you more. I will say uh, your husband to be, was a thousand percent mm-hmm. in the greatest space of intention when he just wanted to protect you from mm. that outside world of entrepreneurship that he wasn't sure was yeah. going to take care of his woman and make sure that it wouldn't mm. damage her or break her or hurt her. And he was mm. strong enough in himself to say, I know I want to protect and I want to do it, but this woman does not need protection. She got mm. this. <laughs> She can do it. And if she needs a little more, she will call in the troops and I will be the first one in that line. But being able to <laughs> see you to like kind of get out of your way, do his own thing, take care of him, mm. work on him, be there for you mm. simultaneously, which people don't get. You can do that. You can love and support and cheerlead yeah. someone and still focus on you and mind your business. So you can mind your mindset, mm. right? Like in, in, in all of yes. it, pun intended here, guys, yes. I'm talking to Miss Mindset, like for real. But, <laughs> but I love that he was able to be in that space of and, and you know, for me, that's where I live. A and D, like you just got to get there. And Paul did that. And he was, yeah. he was resourced with new evidence because he didn't yes. get in the way. And he lived in that and that so with true. you. It's that's such a gorgeous mm. story on so many levels. Oh, yeah. okay. You know, I'll, I'll talk to you forever. <laughs> and I know we're like a 12 hour difference. So I want to be mindful that you actually have like <laughs> business to do because I'll be going to bed after this. But <laughs> when you are not helping other people up level their mindset through the life and business coaching you're doing, when you're not writing, podcasting, educating, and just you know, wiggling your toes and thinking about your next trip to Greece. When you're not doing that, how are you giving yourself full permission to pause? Oh, I love these questions so much. My full permission to pause is usually, if it's winter, it is a day where I am full on in what I call sloth mode. And I am so excited about putting on my udi, my big oversized jumper and Netflix and chill. And I'll order myself food right to the front door and there is no phones. In winter, that's my happy place. I curl up with a book. I pause, I watch a movie, some trash TV, a little bit of something that just helps me to, you know, have a laugh. Yes. It's so great. If it's 
if it's summer, for me, it's the beach. Mm. Permission to pause means go to the beach, have a swim, get in the yeah. sun and put all technology away. The permission to pause usually goes hand in hand with me for phones in another room it's locked away in a cupboard and I am just doing yeah. me no I love that and I'm a water baby so I I super align with you I happen to be a July baby too so that mm. just when you said summer mm. you took me right back and I know we have very many months to go for that but <laughs> thank you for that visual and that immersion that I just had yes. <laughs> so yes. Brianna how can people connect with you and get access to more of the goodness that you have going on I think the podcast is the first place to start and there's an amazing episode with you on there which my listeners loved so much. We got pretty juicy. We spoke, you know, all of those, quote, taboo Mm -hmm. things, uh, which was great. So the Miss Mindset podcast is there. Uh, We're going into season three, which is so amazing. Uh, And then my Instagram is the second place that I hang out a lot. So at Miss Mindset underscore, I'm on there quite often. Those are the two places I would say are the best. That is perfect. Mm -hmm. Such a gift. Mm -hmm. Thank you for rising early for me. I'm so grateful I stayed up late for you. (laughs) So worth it. it. I love it. on all the levels mm. thank you so much for having me I, I love the work you do and your energy and your essence is so real so authentic you make everybody feel comfortable and I just I love your whole soul mm, stop it <laughs> no say mm. it again no I'm joking <laughs> well seriously thank you I, I honor you for that and I know it's coming from your core truly mm. Mm. thank you BBP what did I tell you I feel like I should get an award for being right at the end of these phenomenal <laughs> episodes. Or like I started this was like you have no idea the awesomeness that's coming and then I can be like check awesome done complete. Seriously guys, I would like you to kick off this year with two incredible favors that I am boldly asking of you. First is to think of, I usually say at least one person because of what Brianna May does and all of the greatness that she is pouring out and as much as it is necessary, I'm going to ask you to think of at least three people, uno, dos, tres, three people that are in your ecosystem. They can be family, non-black family co-workers, that person that really gets on your nerve, but you know they just need something good in their life. Three people that need to hear Brianna May's story, that need to know there's a human out here doing the work that she's doing and really focused on making sure that they get to redesign their life in the way that they want, not the way their mama told them they should have it, not the way that old culture ex-teacher that didn't pour into them in a great way did, but the way that they really want. And if they don't know what that looks like, that's more of a reason to share this episode with those three people. The next favor I have is for you to enjoy the balance of your day, but do it boldly.